Hi, my name's Rob Pine. I am the champion of the underdog. Thank you for coming to my new podcast, which you will hear regularly. I'll be talking to my friends, Anthony Mick, and anyone else who listens about all this shit that is going down. Comrades, wherever you may be, welcome to this week's Progressive Reading. Uh, we've got an industrial relations one for you this time, uh, but again from Counterpunch. The reading is entitled, Why Amazon is Fighting So Hard to Stop Warehouse Workers from Unionising, by Sonali Kohatka. Thousands of warehouse workers at an Amazon plant in Bessemer, Alabama, are at the centre of a potentially game-changing union vote taking place right now. On February 8, the warehouse workers were sent ballots by mail to decide over the next seven weeks if they want to join the Retail, Wholesale and Department Store Union, the RWDSU. Just getting to this point was a major victory considering the aggressive union busting by the world's largest retailer and the fact that employees are working during a pandemic. If workers vote affirmatively, they would have the first unionised Amazon workplace in the United States. Stuart Appleboom, the president of the RWDSU, described to me in an interview the shocking details of what he calls the most aggressive anti-union effort I've ever seen, aimed at the 5,800 strong workforce. They are doing everything they possibly can, he said. The company has been bombarding people with propaganda throughout the warehouse. There are signs and banners and posters everywhere, even in bathroom stalls. According to Applebaum, the company is also texting its workers throughout the course of the day, urging a no vote and pulling people into captive audience meetings. Unsurprisingly, Amazon is resorting to the most commonly told lie about unions, that it will cost workers more money to be in a union than not. One poster pasted on the wall of the warehouse claims you already know the union would charge you $500 a year in dues. But Alabama is a right-to-work state where workers cannot be compelled to join a union if they are hired into a union shop, nor can they be required to pay dues. Contemplating its heavy-handed in-person union... Complementing its heavy-handed in-person union-busting efforts is a slick website that the company created doitwithoutdues.com, where photos of happy workers giving thumbs-up signs creates a veneer of contentment at the company. On its site, Amazon innocently offers its version of facts about a union that includes scaremongering reminders of how joining a union would give no guarantee of job security or better wages and benefits, with no mention of how Amazon certainly does not guarantee those things either. On the company's own list of global human rights principles, Amazon states, We respect freedom of association and our employees' rights to join, form or not join a labour union or other lawful organisation of their own selection without fear of reprisal, intimidation or harassment. But in a page out of Donald Trump and the Republicans' playbook, the company tried to insist that even in the middle of a deadly pandemic, 
The union vote must be conducted manually in person, making it easy for associates to verify and cast their vote in close proximity to their workplace. The, Na the National Labor Relations Board rejected Amazon's appeal for a one-day physical election. Ballots were mailed out to workers on February 8, and the union and its advocates are shrewdly using the seven-week-long voting period to campaign and encourage workers to vote yes. But Amazon is also continuing its efforts at countering the RWDSU. Organisers in Bessemer had taken to engaging the workers while they were stopped at red lights after leaving the Amazon warehouse. But the company, according to Applebaum, had the city change the traffic lights so our organisers wouldn't be able to speak to them. A statement from Bessemer City denies the claim. So aggressive are Amazon's anti-union tactics that 50 members of Congress sent the company a warning letter saying, we ask that you stop these strong arm tactics immediately and allow your employees to freely exercise their right to organise a union. Even the company's own investors are so shocked by the tactics that more than 70 of them signed on to a letter urging Amazon to remain neutral in the vote. The path to this union vote was paved by a staggeringly high inequality that worsened during the pandemic as workers were stripped of their insultingly low hazard bonus of $2 an hour while the company reaped massive gains over the past year. CEO and soon-to-be executive chair of Amazon Jeff Bezos is the world's second richest man. He is now worth a mind-boggling $188 billion and saw his wealth increase by $75 billion over the past year alone, the same time period that about 20,000 of his workers tested positive for the coronavirus. Bezos' announcement that he was moving into a new role at the company came on the same day that the Federal Trade Commission announced Amazon had stolen nearly $62 million in tips from drivers working for its Flex program. Applebaum speculated that what Bezos was trying to do was create a distraction, just like Trump would do, and that instead of focusing on the $62 million they stole from their drivers, people would talk about the fact Bezos was getting a new title. Applebaum sees the historic union vote in Bessemer as more than just a labour struggle. 85% of the people who work at the facility are African American. We see this being as much a civil rights struggle as a labour struggle, he said. Indeed, conditions at the warehouse are so shocking that they sound like a modern day, technologically enabled incarceration of slavery. People were being dehumanised and mistreated by Amazon, said the union president. He explained, people get their assignments from a robot, they're disciplined by an app on their phone, and they're fired by text message. Every motion they make is being surveilled. Union advocates are countering Amazon's combative anti-union efforts with their own information war. In addition to organisers talking to warehouse workers in Bessemer every chance they get, an informational website, B-A-M-A-Z-O-N-U-N-I-O-N.org, 
shares data from various studies around the dangerous working conditions in Amazon facilities. The site reminds workers that unions are able to win contracts where workers can only can be fired for just cause, can only be fired for just cause, and not at the whim of managers. That complaints against the company can be filed via formal grievances, and that wages and benefits are negotiated collectively. As a proud member of SAGAFTRA, my colleagues and I at KPFK Pacifica Radio have benefited regularly from such protections, even against a small non-profit public radio station struggling to make ends meet. When faced with a ruthless for-profit corporation that has built its empire on the backs of a non-unionised workforce, Amazon's workers are on the front lines of those who need the protections a union can provide. This election is the most important union election in many, many years because it's not just about this one Amazon facility in Alabama, said Applebaum. This election is really about the future of work, what the world is going to be looking like going forward. Amazon is transforming industry after industry, and they're also transforming the nature of work, he said. Indeed, the level to which Amazon has fought against unionisation at just one warehouse in Alabama is an indication of how important it is to the company that its workers remain powerless. This article was produced by Economy for All, a project of the Independent Media Institute, and Sonali Kolata is the founder, host and executive producer of Rising Up with Sonali, a television and radio show that airs on Free Speech TV, Dish Network, Direct TV, Roku and Pacifica stations, KPFK and KPFA and affiliates. And I really hope the Amazon workers vote to form a union. Um, And I'm sure if uh, any of you have friends or associates at Amazon, um, you'll reach out and express your solidarity and support for them in the hope of a yes vote um, for the union. Okay, well, thank you, uh, friends and comrades. I hope you enjoyed that one. It was very interesting to hear where things are at. And um, I'll talk to you again next week with the next progressive reading. Thank you and bye for now.